Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, AFC Oakwood 4, Traps and Spore UK 3, Takers 4, Atletico Cerezo 3 and the Romans 1, Gal All Stars 3. Moving on into the Championship, Memetchik Galata 4, Heavy Hitters 2, Westbourne United 5, Zaza FC 3, Real Menza 4, The Bandits 6 and Panda FC 0, Alexandra Knights 4. Moving on to Division 5 where we had one game, Northwest Galacticos 2, EC Galaxy 1 and then we had Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup action, it's a long list of games. South Tottenham United 4, Northwest Wanderers 1 after extra time. Maida Via 2, United House 2, United House prevailing on penalties. New Copper 3, Honest Rangers 2, NLR first 1 at AFC Edmonton 3, NLR Reserves 5, Northumberland Park Rangers 2, AFC Muswell Hill first 4, Edmonton Rovers 2, AFC Muswell Hill seconds 3, Anatolians 1, AFC Rose 7, Enfield Albion 1, Armenian Youth Association 1, Whetstone Wanderers under 23s 4, Barnet Salsa 5, Borelli 5, Borelli progressing on penalties, Chefchaun Berbers 0, Highgate Albion 3rds 9, Continental 2, Mill Hill Club to Football 2, uh, Continental prevailing on penalties there, GTFA 6, Gower Phoenix 2, Gospel Oak 11, Locomotive Thunder 0, Highgate Albion Falls 1, North London Colts 1, North London Colts prevailing on penalties there, Inter Mill Hill 3, Peckham Spore 5, London Orient 3, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 8, New Barnet 2, London Wednesday 11, North London Athletic 3, Enfield United 1, Roven Reporters 3, Coney Hatch Athletic 1, Roven Reporters Reserves 1, Underdog 7, Shentry Athletic 3, Talflick 3, Shentry prevailing on penalties, Sopranos FC 5, Kadaras Town 3, Fireside FC 1, Trent Park 3, AFC Finchley 3, North Atletico Seniors 0, AFC Oakwood Reserves 2, Brotherhood Cozzy 1, Cockfosters 1, Cricklewood 2, and Northwest Wolves 2, Highgate Albion 2nd 7. So moving on into the fixtures in our Premier Division, Highgate Albion versus Hornsey and Highgate, Trabzonspor UK versus the Rongans, Gal All-Stars versus Takers FC, and Park Rolls versus AFC Oakwood. Into the Championship, Alexandra Knights versus Panda FC, Heavy Hitters versus Real Menza, Zaza FC versus Mehmet Jigalata, and in my game of the week, top of the table clash, two wins from two for both teams. It's the Bandits versus Westbourne United, two teams that I actually highlighted pre-season. They were the champions of Division Five and Division Six, respectively, and they've started really well in the Championship. I've 
I'm I'm going to say this is going to be a very close, very entertaining game. I'm actually going to go for a two-all draw. Moving on to Division 1, Gospel Oak versus Kadaris Town and London Wednesday versus United House. Into Division 2, Anatolians versus Whetstone Wanderers under 23s. AFC Edmonton versus Grange Park. GTFA versus North London Athletic. And in my game of the week, Mill Hill Club the Football versus Trent Park. I think this is going to be a very tight affair as well. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win for Trent Park. Moving on to Division 3, AFC Muswell Hill versus Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. North London Wanderers versus North London Colts. Roman Reporters versus Shentry Athletic. And in my game of the week, two teams, good results in the Cup. Sopranos FC versus Underdogs. I am going to go for a 2-1 win for Sopranos FC. Moving on to Division 4 now, where we have Camden FC versus Maida Villa, FC Cricklewood versus Arnest Rangers, and Gower Phoenix facing NLR. Into Division 5, we have Enfield 04 facing EC Galaxy, NLR Reserves facing Cock Fosters. Into Division 6, where we have three games. Northwest Wolves facing AC Muswell Hill Seconds. Armenian Youth Association facing North Atletico Seniors. And Colney Hatch Athletic facing Chef Chow and Berbers. Into the Cup fixtures now. London Sunday Trophy action. We have AFC Edmonton facing Unpredictable FC. We have Enfield United facing Atletico Cerezo. We have Hendon United facing AFC Rose. We have Highgate Albion seconds facing MSL CF. We have Peckinspore facing Clapham Southgate. We have Sopranos FC facing Mundial. Into the London Junior Cup where we have AFC Groucho facing Highgate Albion Falls. Brotherhood FC facing Merton Athletic. Crayford Arrow Reserves facing Fireside FC. DFC Gold facing Northwest Galacticos. Docklands facing Continental. Edmonton Rose facing Hampton Terriers. Enfield Albion facing South London All-Stars. Locomotive Thunder facing Southwark Dynamos under-21s. Hacks United facing Borelli. Highgate Albion Thirds facing South London Peckham Football Club. Inter Mill Hill facing Ballon Badgers. London Ravens B facing Talflick. Northumberland Park Rangers facing AFC Charlton Reserves. Olympic Mayonnaise, oh that's a brilliant name to be honest, they're facing South Tottenham United, Royal Oak FC facing New Copper, in the Middlesex Junior Trophy, Roving Reporters Reserves say CP Royals, and in the Hertfordshire Senior Cup, Finestay FC face AFC Finchley, um, just to, just on a moment, um, just a note to, before we finish off, if anyone wants, if any teams from the Barnet League want to leave notes about their games that I can just put in, like, for the final results thing, just notes on how the games go, they're more than welcome to contact me or the Celt Podcast on Twitter. Um, and if anyone wants to come on and do a collaboration, they're more than welcome as well. We'll be back next week um, to review the results and fixtures. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League part of the Selk 
podcast all around the leagues, starting with the Ron Pope Premier Division, Golden Eagles 1, FC Carulla 1, Grand Athletic 3, M-Boys 3, Ryfield Vipers 4, Catford Wanderers 3, and Zevalos 0, AFC Brixton 5. Moving on to the John Pitts Senior Division. Brockley Athletic 5, FC Rondo 0, Duke Clarence 4, Teviot Rangers 1, Lit Cap 1, Carpet 2, South Warriors FCA 4, AFC Croydon Town 0. Next is the Division 1. AFC Croydon Town 2, Dio Volante 2, Greenwich Park Rangers 6, Catford Wanderers 1, Honor Oak 4, London Lionhearts 3, and Duke FC 2, AFC Cholton 1. Going to Division 2 now. AFC Cholton Reserves 7, Petswood Senior Black Vultures 0, Bromley Road 2, Interfector 4, South London Doves 4, Sporting Lions 4, and the People's FC Reserves 6, ES Lions 3. Now the fixtures for the 26th of September and my games of the day for each division. Uh, we've got the Ron Pope Premier, Belmont Athletic versus Rifle Vipers, Catford Wanderers versus Golden Eagles, FC Carulla versus Grand Athletic, and M Boys versus AFC Brixton. I've picked out M Boys versus AFC Brixton as the games to look out for the for the week. Um, M Boys had a good three three draw with Grand Athletic, and AFC Brixton winning the first game five nil. Uh, so it'd be a good good contest, and as I said early in the season, early sparring between the two teams. But I think M Boys is going to take good confidence in their result against Grand Athletic and FC Brixton are going to be flying high with their 5-0 first game win. Into the John Pitts Senior Division, only two games this week due to cup games being played. FC Rondo versus AFC Croydon Town and Lit Cap versus Brockley Athletic. The Lit Cap versus Brockley Athletic is the game to look out for this week. Uh, Lit Cap need to come back off their defeat last week against Carpet FC and Broccoli Athletic with a good win over FC Rondo looking to move forward and make it two wins out of two. Into Division 1, again there's only two games this week due to cup games. Bromley Green South versus AFC Croydon and Dio Volante versus Duke FC. The games to look out for would be Dio Volante against... Duke FC, Devlinty with a draw in the first game, and Duke just sneaking a 2 1 win against AFC Charlton, both looking to move up the table, get on top early doors. So the game to look out for is Devlinty versus Duke FC. Into Division 2, only three games in this one Interfector versus ES Lions, Senior Woods. Nope, Petswood Senior, Black Vultures even, versus the People's FC Reserves, and Sporting Lion 
versus Bromley Road. The game to look out for will be Petswood Seniors versus the People's FC Reserves. Petswood coming back from a 7-0 heavy loss in their first game against the People's FC Reserves who had a good 6-3 win in their first game this season. Be loads of goals, no defending. So game of the week for me will be Petswood versus the People's FCs. That's it for this week. Um, Come back next week again with fixtures and results and maybe an update on the tables after two games. So take care, everyone. Bye. Hello and welcome to the Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday League section of the Selk podcast. With myself, Simon Finnegan, I want to say thank you, first of all, to Ian Knight for the great work for the league hosting this in the past and hope to do justice to this by filling some big shoes and following on from the great work that Ian put in. We'll be bringing you up to date with the results from this weekend's fixtures, having a look ahead for the next week's games and bringing you some news from the league. Safe to say that three weeks into the season and quite a few people have already got their eye for goal. We start with a roundup of this weekend's results, and the three fixtures in the Premier Division saw a tight game between Aylesford and East Morling, seeing Morling win 2 1. Both away goals from Mackenzie Gardner and Tommy Whitnell for the home team, taking his tally to six for the season. Ten man Marden ran out 2 0 winners versus Whitehorse, and it sees them with a 100% record so far this season with just one goal conceded and 16 scored from three games, looking in great form sitting at the top of the table. The final game saw Park Royal victorious over Rubicon Limerick 9-2, having led 4-0 at the break. Limerick taking a bit of time to adjust to this level following promotion last season and leaves them yet to record a point, along with Whitehorse at its early stage of the season. Bradley Ring getting himself amongst the Royal scorers with a hat-trick. In Division 1, only two games as Yildim and Laddingford versus Sutton Balance was postponed on the morning of the game due to Balance unable to field a side. East Morning Reserves lost 4-1 at home to Aylesford Reserves. Charlie Roberts with a morning goal. Scorers not known for Aylesford. Langley Athletic were 4-2 victors at home to Barman Blues. Andrew Thomas and Jordan Ababio with a brace each for Langley. And Troy Smith and Jack Jules Semadini with a Barman goals. We move on to Division 2, and Invicta Rangers put five past Minter. Goals for Adam Bunyan, George Burton, Sean Dowling, Bradley Allen and Matt Rusterick, with Joshua still hitting two in return for Minter. Invicta Sunday and Laybourne shared a goal apiece and a point apiece. Laybourne Chase, meanwhile, won their game at Snodland Town. They won it in the 83rd minute in a game that saw the home side go down to 10 men. The winning goal came from the spot in a hard-fought game, which is as expected for a local derby between the two teams. The final game in the division saw Vinters overcome a strong Park Royal Reserves 2-0 with a goal against his former team for Jack Hilden. And Mikhail Hampton with a 35-yard screamer with 10 minutes ago sealing the points. Finally, in Division 3, Cross Keys won 4-0 at home to Yielding and Laden for the reserves, but the scorers are unknown. Len Valley, meanwhile, hit seven for no reply against Parkwood Jupiters, with Jason Parsons amongst the scorers with a brace for the home side. Mainstone Tempest were the winners by the odd goal in three versus Walnut Wanderers. Kieran Higgins and Luke Gilbertson for the Tempest, and Ryan Reed for the Wanderers. 
Whitehorse Jaguars lost by the odd goal in five at home to Laybourne City. Daniel Cockrell and Billy Bean for the home side. And George Davis with two and Oscar Mulligan with a winner for the Bourne. Ahead to this week's fixtures and the Premier Division throws up a number of games that should be of interest. Whitehorse and Rubicon Limerick will be facing each other hoping to get their first points of the season so it could be a close and tight affair. East Morling meanwhile play Park Rule and with them both level on points expect this to be a good contest between the pair. Finally Aylesford are at home to Larkfield and again both level on points so it'll be interesting to see who has the bragging rights come one o'clock Sunday. In Division 1 we have two games as Langley take on Laybourne Angels with Langley keen to maintain their 100% start to the season. Sutton Valence meanwhile face IGS and hopefully they'll be able to overcome the issue from this weekend that saw the game against Yielding postponed. Moving to Division 2, it's the Battle of the Invictors as Sunday take on Rangers. Sunday looking to maintain their unbeaten run for the season and Rangers hoping to add to the three points picked up last time out. We see a derby between Laybourne and their Chase counterparts, with Chase having bragging rights over the table position at the moment. Meanwhile, Minter face Parkwell Reserves, with the Royal having hit 10 goals this season, matching the figure that Minter have conceded. A gambling man would bet on this one going to the away side. Snodland Town are at home to Barming Youth, and Vinters face Coxie from Farley, looking to extend their lead at the top. Five matches across Division 3 with Cross Keys at home to Kent Sands United with Sands in good defensive form whilst finding the net at the other end, potentially being the reverse problem for the Keys. Laybourne City play Maidstone Kestrels for first versus third and both with 100% records. Maidstone Tempest are at home to part with Jupiters having both won one out of the three played so far. Walnut Wanderers face Whitehorse Jaguars with Walnut looking to get off the marks point-wise. And finally, Lem Valley are away to Yielding and Ladderfield Reserves. With the Valley in fine goal-scoring form right now, Yielding will be looking to see if they can halt that progress. Now it's time for some league news. And you may have seen someone out and about with a clipboard over the past two weekends. And we want to show a bit more about this. Don't panic, it's not anyone trying to find a way to extract fine money. In fact, it's actually all part of an FA initiative to look at a number of headers in games as part of the ongoing study into the effects and the close links to dementia. Volunteers have been asked to record the number of headers in a game, whether they're short or long distance, and whether they're from open play or set pieces. All of this data is being taken and it's being fed to the FA and their analysts to review. The interesting thing that's come from this is that when asked, most people involved in games have actually underestimated the number of headers recorded. In a recent Division 2 game, there were over 100 heading occasions, but when questioned after the game, most people suspected that there were only 40 or 50. So you can see there is a big difference between what we think to the actual reality in the game. Finally, Hopefully by now, most people have either seen the Kent FA interview on BBC South East or read the open letter from Nick Dunn. If you haven't and you love football, please, please put aside 10 minutes of your time and read this. We all love football, be us players, coaches, managers, administrators, 
and referees. That person taking charge of the game on a Sunday doesn't have to be there. They choose to. Just like playing, we don't have to be there. We choose to. That person is making an honest judgment on what they see. Like all of us, human beings sometimes make mistakes. Like blazing a sitter over the bar, mistiming that tackle, or trying up an anchor when you should just lever it. This Sunday, let's reflect on that. Let's reflect that the person making the honest decision may make an honest mistake. They are somebody's husband or wife, girlfriend or boyfriend, father or mother, daughter or son. We are all the same after all. Human. Honest. Not always perfect. And to the referees out there, just be that human. Be you. If that means appreciating that shot, do it. Showing empathy with that tackle, do it. That's all people want. That's it for this week's show, but please send your match reports. They will be used either to simonjf at 80 at gmail.com or Twitter at Finnegan Simon. I'm trying to follow you all and hope to see some of you out and about over the next few weeks. And don't be afraid if I approach you for your interviews because we want to use it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back to the segment for the North Kent Sunday Football League. Here are the results for the fixtures played on the 19th of September. And we start with our teams that were playing in the first round of the Kent Cups. In the Kent Sunday Premier Cup, LSC Giants knocked out the Sun after winning 5-2. In the Kent Sunday Junior Cup, the Robins Nest were eliminated after losing 4-1 to Blackfen and Erith Athletic. New Ash Green progressed to the next round after a 4-1 victory over the Footscray Lions. And Ye Old Leather Bottle were dumped out of the competition after a 10-0 loss to New Cross Rovers. Into the Kent Sunday Junior Trophy, Cholton Victor were eliminated in the first round after losing 8-0 to AFC Sean. AFC Bells made it through to the next round after beating Highfield Rovers 6-5. Springhead Park were eliminated after losing 4-3 to the Footscray Lions Vets. Cobham Sunday were eliminated after losing 4-0 to Ellis Athletic. Taverners were eliminated after losing 3-2 to FC Peak. Daft Athletic lost 3-1 away to Kingsdale Reserves. We had an all-North Kent Sunday Football League round when the South 10 Cavaliers went up against Crayford Town and they played out a 4-4 draw, but Crayford Town progressed after winning 5-3 on penalties. Hollisters knocked out the Rising Eagles after winning 4-2. Old Langians beat AFC Bexley 4-2. DeWarren beat South Durham United 5-0. And Hayden Youth Reserves beat Rose Athletic 2-1. That's the results for the Kent Cups done. And now we move back to the North Kent Sunday Football League where we started the Ian Kerwood Cup Round 1 and AFC Phoenix beats Gruenanak A 3-0. Now we move into our league fixtures in the Senior Division. Swanscombe Tigers 3, Marley Royals 3. Real Gima 8, 
Newtown Cobras 1 into Division 1. Black Lion Hartley and Riverview United was postponed. Pelham Arms 1, Dartford Eagles 1. South Durham 5, Slade Green Railway 0. Into Division 2. Six Bells and Swanscombe Tigers Reserves, the game was abandoned. AFC Rocheville 8, Valley Rovers 1. Grand Sport Greenways 4, Gravesend Spartans 0. Gravesend United 3, Sean Hyam 1. Into Division 3, Gurunanic Reserves 4, Ridge Bay Darts 2. There were no fixtures in Division 4. And in Division 5, Zens 1, Nuevo Club 2. Queen 8, Dartford Lions 1. That's all the fixtures played for the North Kent Sunday Football League and all the fixtures played for the North Kent Sunday Football League teams representing in the Kent Cup. So I will see you next week with more fixtures and more results. Thank you very much. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. First off, I'd like to apologise if you can hear any funny noises in the background or if I sound like I'm a little bit in space i am doing this currently at work however in case my bosses are listening i am on my break leave me alone that being said today i'll be bringing you the results from the southern sunday football league from sunday the 19th of september 2021 as always nowhere else where we would start except with the top division the supreme trophies graham dodd premier division afc Ballam took on wimbledon town and AFC Ballam came out winners in that game by four goals to three. Albion suffered their first defeat of the season. They lost to Southwest Rangers by four goals to two. Swag FC and Clapham Rovers drew two all in a game that was played at the Dulwich Sports Ground. Westminster Wanderers first team got absolutely hammered by Parklife's first team. A game finishing 7-2 to Parklife and they continued their fantastic start to the season. I believe that is three wins out of three for them. Just two games took place in the Tony Eldridge Championship. Bath Old Boys United drew 2-0 with West Norwood FC over at Clapham Common on pitch four. And Battersea Dogs lost to Lazio FC by two goals to one at Bel Air Park. Lazio FC bouncing back from that 8-0 defeat at the hands of Sporting Continental ourselves last week to get their first win. In the Bob Dixon League One, Brixton Town and London Ravers drew 1-1. Junction Elite's first team put seven goals unanswered against the London Hibernian side at King's House Sports Ground. Putney Pacers lost by six goals to one to Barking Mad at South Park. Vale County FC beat Chiswick FC by five goals to one at Prince George's in Rains Park. Also at Prince George's in Rains Park, Wimbledon Commoners FC beat Kudos Athletics first team by two goals to nil. In League Two, Atletico Buble lost to Q Antigua, his first team by five goals to one. Club Football Vale played a very entertaining game against Real Dundonald at two in the Mitchum's rear 3G pitch and Club Football Vale coming out on top by five goals to four. Norton FC beat Sporting Crabs by six goals to one. Ribblesdale Rovers lost to Wimbledon Wolves by four goals to five or five goals to four. And Selhurst FC continued their fantastic start to the season beating AFC South London by five goals to two 
at Archbishop Lamfranc. I hope I pronounced that right. Anyway, this result ended up with AFC South London almost having a meltdown on Twitter, but we don't talk about that. We move. In League 3, Dara FC's first team drew with Clapham Chiefs, 0-0. Hampton Terriers beat Parklife B by 8 goals to 3. Harbour Rovers put 10 goals past Ballon Mariners, who only managed to get one goal themselves. Wandsworth Warriors beat South London All-Stars by 1 goal to 0. Westminster Wanderers reserve side lost to Ellsfield FC by 2 goals to 1. In League 4, Clapham Wanderers lost to Magpie Recruitments by 4 goals to 2. Kiwan Tigers B-side beat AFC Mortlake by 2 goals to 0. Locomotive Wimbledon and Parthenope FC drew 1-1 over at Barn Elms. Southside United lost to Merton Athletic by 7 goals to 1. Top Deck FC beat North Coast Rangers by 1 goal to 0 over at Reigns Park. In League 5, Ballon Badgers lost by 7 goals to 3 to Junction Elite's second team over at Wandsworth Common. Painters Community put 9 goals unanswered past Real Ale Madrid in Battersea Park. Sport in London beat St Matthews Project's first team by 3 goals to 2 over at King George's Kimberley Road. In League 6, Argentina FC put 6 goals past Sporting South who managed to get 1 goal back themselves. That game took place at Tootinbeck Common. Clapham Common FC beat LMT FC by 2 goals to 1. Junction Elite's third team drew 1-1 with London Ravens B team. UBLC FC Old Boys beat AFC Poplar Rovers by 4 goals to 3. West 10 Wanderers drew 3-3 with Westminster Wanderers under 23 side. In League 7, Barnstormers lost to an absolutely whopping 14-1 to Lions United. Olympic Mayonnaise lost by 4 goals to 3 against AFC Putney's second team. Hold on to your seats, South City FC beat Peckham Cosmos by 15 goals to nil in Clapham Common. Yeah, you heard that right, 15 goals to nil. Southwest Athletic lost to ACT Arantes United by 5 goals to nil. And Victoria Line Velocity beat Syndicate FC by 2 goals to nil. In League 8, Dara FC's reserve side drew 2-2 with Balham and Clapham Albion. Kudos Athletic's second team lost to East Putney by 6 goals to nil. Rosendale Sports' first team beat Junction Elite's fourth team by 2 goals to nil. And the game between St Matthew's Project B-side and Pimlico Penguins was postponed. In League 9, Deportivo La Cal Runner beat AFC Old Town by 4 goals to 1. Larkle City FC drew 2-2 with Clapham Athletic. Vauxhall Virgins put 5 goals past Rosendale Sports Reserve side over at Tootinbeck Common. Rosendale managing to get just the one goal. Venetia Dons beat Renegades FC by 2 goals to 1 over at Barn Elms Sports Ground. And finally, in League 10, Old Sutonians beat South London Pecans by 3 goals to nil. And St Andrews 
put 10 goals unanswered against old Rutlicians over at Wimbledon Common Extensions to win that game by 10 goals to nil. So there you have it, those are the scores for the week of the 19th of September 2021 in the Southern Sunday. I hope to see you guys again next week and as always if you haven't already check out Sporting Continental's YouTube channel, just search us on YouTube and we should pop up. Give us a like, leave a comment on one of the videos and most important of all, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. It's free, it doesn't cost you a thing and it shows us a lot of support. So that's it for me from today and I hope to see you guys next week. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for matches played on Sunday the 19th of September. In the Premier Division, St Joseph's are the early pace setters as they made it two wins from two games with a 2-0 win over FC Unicorn. After struggling near the foot of the Premier Division for the past few seasons, St Joseph's seem to have found the winning formula, adding some experience to a talented young squad. After a goalless first half against a hard-working Unicorn team, it was the experience that helped swing the game in their favour. Midway through the second half, the experienced Cole Ball and Dom David were introduced into the action and had an immediate impact with Ball finding Jake Tabor, who beat his man, and crossed low for Dom David to swivel and score and open his account for his new team. The game was put out of Unicorn's reach when Harry Seabrook rose high and powered a header into the, into the net from a corner. North Watford are unbeaten from two games as they held Oakview to a goalless draw. Lewis Putman was twice denied by the post for Oakview, whilst at the other end, Cole Penny missed a one-on-one -on -one chance but could only fire over the bar. In the second half, North Watford missed another good chance. This time it was Ashley Harewood and had a strong appeal for a penalty turned down and the, therefore the game ended in a stalemate. In Division 1, Bushy Rangers made it three wins from as many games with a 6-2 away victory over Ricky AFC. They opened the scoring when Jordan Toomey's ball was touched down by Mark O'Connor, who ran down the left wing before finding Mark Hansard, who curled the ball into the top right. Bushy extended their lead to 3-0 with two quick-fire goals from Jordan Toomey and Mark O'Connor. The fourth goal came when a Mark O'Connor shot was parried to Connor Carney to tap into an empty net before Mark O'Connor got his second goal of the game after he scored past the keeper after a Lamar St. Cry assist. Bushy got their sixth through Connor Carney before Ricky scored two late consolation goals through Alex Haggy. 
WDD are the team right behind Rangers in second place with two wins. This one coming thanks to a 7-0 demolition of Soccer. The opening 20 minutes gave no clue to the goal glut to follow until a defensive mistake by Soccer gave Lawrence Manning a chance to slot home. After the goal, WD began to take control of the game and doubled their lead with Ben Dunton finding the net. This was followed by a third just before half-time when Ben Dunton cushioned the ball down to Daniel Flanagan who hit the ball on the half-volley from outside the box leaving the keeper with no chance. They continued the goal fest in the second half. Daniel Flanagan added a second with another strike from outside the box and Dion Bell smashed home after a through ball from Jake Toomey. Hamiz Ali added the six after some good work from Gobin Palmer Inyang and Daniel Moss finishing the scoring off in style after a dazzling run from his own half before slotting home. Bushy Eagles are in third place as they defeated Casterby Rangers 4-1. Rangers had the lead at half-time following a free kick which was parried by the Bushy keeper. Joe Mortimer followed in and was also denied. But reacting just as sharp was Nathan Page who, on his debut for the senior level at the club, was able to fire home from eight yards. The second half was a different story as Bushy Eagles struck four times, with Dean Brinton netting a brace and Paul Kenwright and Matt Mason also on target. The second 0-0 draw in the whole of the league programme came between Abbots Langley Club and Chess United. There were limited clear-cut chances in the game for both teams, although Abbots Langley Club struck the post in the last minute and that was the closest either side came to breaking the deadlock. In Division 2, Forza Watford made it three wins from three games with a 4-2 win over Dombar. Bladen Trigg scored twice, supported by goals from Giuseppe Delgado and Peter Rock. James Armstrong and James Anderson scored the Dombar replies. Woodside are in second place after a 7-1 win over Dunning's Bar, who are bottom of the table and have now conceded 17 goals in just three games. Luke Dolan struck a brace with the other goals coming from Drew Snalem, Joe Fox, Leandro Nunes, Henry Hardman and Nathan Gullin. James Fitzgerald scored the consolation goal for Dunnings. Abbott's Wanderers and Hertfordshire Eagles battled out a 1-1 draw. San Jeff Biggs the Warren scoring for the home side and Glen O'Malley for Eagles. It is already a congested table below the front three runners with just a single point separating five teams and three of those sides got a first win of the season. Watford Youth Sports edged past Chalfont Saints 2-1. Harry Bennett scoring both 
of the sports goals with Will Jones scoring for the Saints reply. Watford Town came through a five-goal thriller against West Hearts. Marcus Fry scoring twice with Chris Blunden also on target for Watford Town. Stephen Clooney and Cody Kane scored the West Hearts goals. St Mary's Harefield enjoyed a 3-1 away win over Sparta Phoenix. Harry Fulbrook grabbing two goals and Charlie Travers the other. Nelson Gomez sorry, scored the Phoenix reply. In Division 3, King George and Watford Youth Sports Old Boys both continued with their 100% starts to the season. King George beat Francis George 5-3, with all the goals coming from eight different players. Costa Evangelides, Philip Malloy, Derek O'Brien, Ben Weiss and Florjan Belgu scored for King George, whilst Luke Furlong, Tom Minton and Adam Wilden replied for Francis George. Watford Youth Sports Old Boys beat Rio Rovers 2-0. The game looked like heading for a goalless draw, partly in thanks to a series of fine saves from the Rio keeper. But it was the visitors who finally broke through with two goals in the final 20 minutes. First, Zane Chowdhury dribbled down the left and played a 1-2 with Cameron Lawrence where his cross to the far post was met by a towering header from Louis Muncy. The second goal followed seven minutes later, after Dan Farrell and Lewis Carter combined to set Lewis Taverner free on the right, where he eventually was brought down. He took the resulting free kick, which Muncy again headed home. Bricketwood Acorns, beat Wishing Well 6-1 in the final game in this division. Harrison Fisher netted a hat-trick, with Jordan Johnson scoring a brace and Charlie Micklewright the other goal. Tom Kalimwi scoring for the Wishing Well as a consolation. And the very final game in Division 3 saw two goals from David McDonough, for Southern Cross that were enough to defeat Inter 2-0. That's it for this week's podcast and uh, we hope to uh, be back with you all next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.